This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. I keep saying that I hate having to revisit this topic week after week, but that is how often it seems that pedestrians are getting killed and injured on our roads. The latest incident took place in the Young and Eglinton area at the intersection of Young and Erskine. Yesterday, a 54-year-old woman was killed. She is the 23rd pedestrian to die that way this year. She was killed by a cement truck. And lately, it seems large trucks are involved in more and more devastating incidents. I, I'd like to hear from you. We were talking about truck safety last week, and, and uh, we couldn't even take all the calls. The number is 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. And right now, joining me in studio, Sergeant Brett Moore of the Toronto Police Traffic Services. And on the line, Teresa DeFelice, Assistant Vice President of Government and Community Relations for the CAA in Ontario. Welcome to you both. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thanks. Okay, so you were at the scene of this crash yesterday. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I was there as, as uh, my colleagues from Traffic Services and the local station as well. Um, and, and definitely the, your intro was right. It's uh, we, a cement truck uh, northbound on Young Street, turning a right, making a right-hand turn, uh, woman's crossing. Uh, it's a stop sign controlled uh, area. And uh, definitely the, uh, the investigators are digging into it. I just spoke with investigators before coming here. Um, still lots of witnesses. They're appealing for witnesses. Uh, canvassing still is happening for video. So the, uh, the investigation is far from uh, concluded and uh, just a lot of unanswered questions, but they were, they're working on it now. But it was no mid 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 to street crossing nope. or whatever no nope. it's a simple uh you know intersection uh stop control by stop sign it's uh, really it's it, it's the beginning of a community safety zone in a school zone um and Erskine is not i mean young street is young street obviously but Erskine is not it's it's not like a big arterial road or anything like that it's uh north toronto it's i i <laughs> This might come out the wrong way. It's not Scarborough. Yeah. No, it, it's far from it. No, no it's, it's your, and I know what you mean. Like Scarborough's, we think of that, if, uh, big wide open roads, six yeah. lanes, no, 60 kilometers. No, nothing like this that. Not that. No, you're right. And, uh, and, and I think uh, just the point when, that I, really, when I got there, I looked at it and it is, uh, it's, uh, I saw, I came from the east side of Erskine towards yeah. Young Street, drove through the community zone. It's a very much sort of residential neighborhood, yeah. school, yeah. uh, community is what it is. So no, def- definitely, um, uh, it, it's, uh, another, uh, fatality that we're uh, looking at and our investigators are um are, are actively working on but uh again I, I again just got off the phone speaking with the one of them is uh, one of the investigators needing folks who may have seen something who have not yet come forward to come forward it's those little pieces and the investigators uh are, are trying to uh, uh you know get all the different angles and perspectives and so they can sort of piece together what happened the, the driver of the truck uh was taken to hospital and uh for for shock and and again it's one of these things that nobody starts to day thinking this is going to happen to them but 
eight times this year. That's the eighth commercial truck that's been involved in a fatality this year. Uh, Thirteen commercial trucks were involved in fatality collisions last year, and so it's it's a challenge that continues. And um, we're, we're uh, you know we're con- continuously messaging to drivers of vehicles um, and uh, you know to to pay attention to. I keep saying it, it's, and it's, uh, hopefully it sets in these. Uh, you know, people commute to Toronto a lot, and when you drive in from suburbs or drive off, you know, come off the the Gardner or the or the DVP and hit hit Toronto proper, like the, the you know into the core, your driving has to change. It's not the same. So many more distractions, so many more things coming at you um, that we need people to pay attention to. And I'm not speaking about this particular yesterday's uh, crash and, and and collision. It's just generally, and it's that. Trying to get people that are listening. Um, we know they're passionate about road safety, and you know, just looking, following social media today about what's going on and some of the different news things that are going on. People are passionate and have are upset about this, and for and for good reason. So, um, we yeah, we've got lots uh, lots to talk about. Uh, Teresa De Felice, uh, yes. you just heard the numbers of uh, trucks, huge trucks involved in fatal crashes. What's your take on that? Well, I mean, we don't, I don't disagree with the sergeant about some of the challenges that exist, um, you know, whether you're familiar with Toronto roads or not. I mean, there's a lot happening this particular area. There's a lot of development pro- um, projects that are going on. So it's um, the fact that it was a dump truck, you know, there's lots of stuff coming in and out of that area to deal with the, the development that's happening there. So you've just got that many more extra types of these vehicles on the road. Um, and, and, you know, we need to sort of be village, uh, vigilant in, in trying to address um, how everybody can keep themselves safe, right? So the driver was treated for shock, but, you know, someone's uh, tragically Dead. Uh, lost their life in this situation. And um, everybody cares about road safety, and we just all have to do that bit more to be that much more conscious. We've been involved in a number of road safety campaigns to try to get this message across. Uh we were talking about this last week. I often hear from truck drivers, retired truck drivers, and they say standards are lower. There are a lot of drivers who are inexperienced. The pay has gone down, uh, all of that kind of stuff. Uh, Teresa, do you see those things as a factor in this? Uh, well, the province has just put in new mandatory training for truck drivers in Ontario, uh, so that, that's gone into place. Um, you know, I think, I don't know that that's sort of the issue. I think, you know, there's a lot of complicating factors into sort of the demand to get going and moving and sort of trying to deal with getting around the city. Those are complicated issues. Uh, um, Truck drivers have something called a commercial vehicle operating registry. So any infractions, whether it be running a stop sign or uh, something wrong with their truck, they're penalized as well as the owner of the trucking company. Um, so, you know, while there might be some concerns about the quality training and standards of this industry, there's work being done there. And at the same time, individuals who drive these vehicles also have a lot to be careful, even when they're driving their own personal vehicles because of the impact on their driving records and their ability for employment. And And somebody also pointed out that there are certain standards for Ontario truckers, and they can't go above 105, but not all the trucks on the roads are from Ontario. Correct. Um, there is a standard about having a, a regulator, a speed regulator in your vehicle, uh, and it's set to 105, but we know not all trucking companies um, abide by that rule. Uh, a good many do. 
Um, there's actually sometimes complaints from the trucking community that that puts them at a disadvantage, in particular on highways, where people don't understand that their speed is regulated, and so some of the activity around them uh, can be challenging. Um, I mean, you have good apples and bad apples in every industry, and so you know this is what we're all trying to say is everybody's got to be part of the solution, whether it's the trucking industry and the commercial industry. Uh, obviously, the police are involved, road safety organizations like CAA absolutely trying to highlight both working with industry partners, but also pedestrians, motorists, cyclists. We're trying to get those messages out there about how to make sure that we get to and from where we got to be safely. Sergeant Moore, do you, can you put your finger on anything or any few things that uh, are a problem with the trucks? No, and I, and I think I'm just going to echo a few things. I think it's, you know, the industry works hard and, and to maintain a high level of, of reputation in the communities uh, that they're around. Um, they, it's, it's a very challenging situation. There's no question about it. And and so they're heavily regulated. These are very professional drivers and they have uh, licenses that are very tough uh, to achieve and to, to it's you know, to, to maintain. Um, and they're held to a high standard. And so there is no one thing. If it was that easy, man, we'd be, uh, I mean, we, we could, uh, we, we, we don't have much to talk about. But um, there, there's a whole uh, chain of events that occur uh, and when it comes to these fatalities. And, and for me, it, it's about talking about it. It's getting out messaging f- uh, to, to drivers, to uh, pedestrians, to cyclists that, um, that it is, uh, that without sort of, fully understanding that's one of the challenges too with 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 different road users is that um it, it's tough to these trucks aren't easy to operate in the city and that's not an excuse but it's a fact and so uh we're so talking- why are there so many of them in the city i mean okay there's a lot of development here everything but- comes in a truck right yeah. and so everything we touch look everything is brought to our stores to our doors in a truck of Different, differing sizes. So, um, and sort of stammering around here, right, trying to find the right answer to it. But it's such a challenging problem. It's been with us for so long. Uh, and, and you'll, you can line up all kinds of listeners and not one of them will say, it's not my bad driving. I'm a pretty good driver and they don't anticipate these things to happen. But I keep falling back on to the facts that it's bad habits, it's risky behaviors that we sort of, that creep into our driving behaviors as, as motorists, um, that, uh, that, that catch up with us and it's these things. So it's those questions we know that the public wants answered uh, in terms of why this happened. Uh, we know what happened clearly, but why it happened is going to be something that we're going to be focusing on um, and um, hopefully uh, learning from a lot of these things as we go through uh, the, the investigation. Okay, let's take a couple of calls. We've got Irene in Oshawa. Hello, Irene. Hello yourself. How are you today? Fine. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good listening to your reports now and I'm uh, in defense of the drivers, I, I, I'm a pedestrian, of course, I used to drive. Maybe that's why I look before I walk. But so many people, now I live right across from the Oshawa Center, and it's a very busy place, and the parking lot's extremely busy, and you see people just walking along blithely. The, the crosswalk says you can go, and they go. And a lady the other day just walked with a stroller in front of me, as, as I was behind her, and she just stepped right out without even looking, and a car was coming around the left turn. He waited, of course. But, you know, you, you can't, as a pedestrian, you've got to learn how to look. You can't just step out because the law says you can. And it's, uh, you know, I mean, I know d- drivers have to watch out too, but pedestrians have got the onuses on them to watch out as well. I'm sorry, but that's true. I don't know. I guess sounds like tough love, Irene. Thanks for your call. You're very welcome. Well, let's watch- go to Kevin. I think, uh, Kevin, you also want to uh, say, uh, hey, it's not the driver's fault. Well, I uh, I drive in uh, Toronto uh, in the downtown core almost every day. 
Drive and, what? What do you drive? A car? Or uh, truck? I drive a minivan, Dodge Caravan. Okay. And I um, I see so many pedestrians putting themselves in unnecessary risk or unnecessary uh, in in an unnecessary situation. I mean, I've lost count of the amount of times that I've had pedestrians. You know, as Irene said, just step off the curb in front of my vehicle. You know, I've had to lock up the brakes to avoid hitting them. I'm not saying that drivers uh, themselves are, you know, uh, innocent. I've seen some as, as equally many bad drivers. But I think, um, in my opinion, that the, the onus too often is put on the driver and not enough on the pedestrian. Pedestrians, they seem to have this self of, the sense of self-entitlement that if I step off the, the curb and you hit me, well, I had the right of way. And that's just not the way it is. I mean, sure, you want to you want to say that as a pedestrian, you know, it's going to kind of be it's going to be, be kind of hard when you're staring down the grill of a back truck just about to run you over. You know, it's, it's I'm sorry if it sounds like I'm unsympathetic towards pedestrians because I do drive more than I walk. But um, you, no, know. you don't sound s- sympathetic to pedestrians at all. Well, uh, but it, as as we keep saying here, if you're in two tons of uh, steel or whatever the heck it is these days, you've got you have more responsibility. And if you're in a huge truck, all the more so. But uh, Kevin, I get your point. Thanks for calling. Okay, just one one more thing I wanted to add was I do understand that the truck drivers do um, face unique. Um, obstacles and um, have extra responsibilities and, and duty of care towards pedestrians, especially when they're driving into other motorists. But, um, you know, in defense of drivers to a certain degree, there are blind spots on vehicle. And I understand that, you know, they have to take extra care and extra responsibility. But again, it comes back to the pedestrian not putting themselves in harm's way, standing, you know, stepping off the curb as a uh, truck is turning around the corner okay, and, Kevin. or not moving out of the way. Thanks for your call. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we hear that a lot. And you know what? That's why, again, I keep saying that road safety, uh, and not just in Toronto, but it's so polarized, right? And yeah. it's, you know, it is. It, it's so true. People are very passionate on both sides of this. And when folks like Kevin and Irene, um, you know, they, there's many people that, that say the same things. And we can all look around and we can all point fingers, right? Yeah. And everybody makes mistakes and everybody's to blame and, and has a, a moment. But I think what we're, what we sort of land on, we just talked about with back to school, that if you make a mistake on our roads as a vulnerable road user, right, a cyclist or a pedestrian, it shouldn't cost you your life because a mistake was made. I'm not saying in this particular case or other ones that are right, but and that's why we do say the drivers have that highest level of responsibility. If a if two people walk into each other, nothing. It's if a for, for the most part, if a cyclist, uh, you know, sort of run, hits on it's speed, right? It's the dangers of vehicles and operators uh, of of these vehicles that we hold to the highest level, and it's that it's the fact that they're driving a machine, the weights behind it, and we see over and over and over it's those habits it's the bad the risky behaviors of speed distractions aggressiveness losing your cool that you you know nobody means for these things to happen for the most part but once they do you can't take it back and so we do hold drivers to the highest level of responsibility but to, to the other two colors points we do say it's a shared responsibility and i know that's gonna it's it's that's gonna frustrate people when when we say that but there's some basic rules that we ask people to follow. Uh, courtesy communication on our roads, and all these things are in play. So it's a really, it is a challenge, and we got a long way to go. Well, and one of the things that I always advocate, and you can't really do it with with a big truck, is 
make eye contact mm-hmm. with the driver. Yep. Uh, you know, I mean, honestly, sometimes I cross the street at the wrong, but only if I make eye contact with that driver and they know they're going to stop. And you can't really do that with a truck that's way high up. Mm-hmm. No, uh, all, all good points for sure. Uh, Teresa, uh, yeah. what would you like to leave us with and, and on this issue that, you know, as Sergeant Moore pointed out, there are just a lot more trucks uh, on a lot smaller city streets where we wouldn't have found them necessarily a few years ago. Absolutely. I, I think in terms of the work that CA is doing around road safety is, you know, we need to get onto what can we do to, to solve some of these problems. There's a lot of different initiatives, but but one of the things we're talking here today is about how that individual can respond when you hear these stories. And I think that, that we, this polarization we talk about is we automatically jump to whose fault is it and whose fault it isn't versus focusing on, okay, what are the problems that are causing these things and how do we fix them? And what can I individually do as a driver, a, a cyclist, a pedestrian, a transit rider, however it may be that I get around, how do I protect myself? Uh, because and, and how do I make sure that my neighbor, my community, the person I'm beside or, or, or you sharing the space with is also protected? And I think we're losing that sense of community because we, we jump all too quick to the, the level of responsibility and uh, whose fault is it? Uh, Sergeant Moore, um, when are we going to know exactly what happened in this very tragic case yesterday and, and what should we take from it in the meantime? Well, I think the first thing we have to do is just take a deep breath and let our investigators do their work, right? And we know that there is the sense of urgency for people to find out why, to Teresa's point, right? There, there is, we are quick to ask the question as to who's at fault. Um, and, and often that takes, some, in this case, it's going to take some time. And in many cases are of our serious yeah. crashes, it takes time. Uh, but ultimately, I, I just want folks uh, that are listening, uh, drivers, just, just to reflect on some of those bad habits that creep up every day and become habits. And, and it's those things and it's tough, really tough to get people to connect to, um, to make them to believe that, Hey, one day those bad habits will creep up to you. That little extra 15, 20 kilometers over the speed limit on the highway, that rolling stop, that not, you know, not ma- making sure the way is clear on, on a left turn in front of a, uh, oncoming traffic. Eventually you'll get away with it time over time over time, but eventually it catches up to you. And that's when we see it results in a serious crash and a fatality uh, on the highest level of the spectrum. That is a, a good note to end this on. Uh, that's all the time we have. Thank you so much, Teresa DeFelice from the CAA and Sergeant Brett Moore from Traffic Services. Appreciate your time. My pleasure. Thank you. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.